Hello, all you beautiful people. World's okayest lawyer here. Episode 3, coming at you even uglier AF than normal. Post-procedure, remove a cyst from my eye. But the news cycle doesn't stop because of a black eye. And it is a beauty. My Steelers hired Arthur Smith to be the offensive coordinator. It's caused all kinds of praise. Be it from the Pat McAfee show, other analysts, I believe even Stephen A. Smith was real high on it, uh, to straight jeering, uh, whether it was for myself or other fans, or even Trey Essex stating that this is an indictment on Kenny Pickett. In my world's okay's opinion, I believe this is a bad hire. Folks have been disagreeing with me on X, pointing to Smith's time with the Titans and the success he had with Ryan Tannehill. But in my world's okayest analysis, here we go. Tannehill is far more athletic than Pickett. At the combine, he ran a 4.5840, which is similar to what Desmond Ritter ran when he did a 4.49. Pickett ran a 4.73, which is not garbage. 4.73, for keeping, not bad. But it's not elite either. Pickett also has small hands for a 6'3 quarterback, a eight and a half inches. To give perspective, I'm five foot eleven. That's bigger than eight and a half inches. And I didn't have to do stretching exercises this morning. Hell, I barely even threw on a coat and haven't even had my coffee yet. Comparisons at the time of draft um, was that Tannehill was gonna be a lot like Fitzmagic, which you know, not a superstar, but man, he had some great highlights. Ritter was going to be like Alex Smith. And I don't know about you, but if Alex Smith was healthy today, man, I sure as hell would like him on the Steelers. Kenny Pickett, he was compared to Andy Dalton. We drafted a first round Andy Dalton. Come on, Tomlin. That, that's just bad. Real, real bad. What I think folks are missing is that Arthur Smith was successful with highly athletic quarterbacks. He implements moving pockets. I'm all for him for eating my words if KP can pull this off, but I just don't see him being successful in this system. On top of it, our line is not very good. Smith finished 7-10 with the number 22 ranked offensive line in Atlanta that had a PFF grade of 2.63. The Steelers were number 30 at a minus two, 6.29 rating. In 2020, the Titans finished with the number 15 ranking, and it was a neutral ranking. So in analyzing the running attack, Smith utilizes zone blocking schemes. A past example of a running back that was highly successful in this game was Arian Foster, who was a straight dog for the Texans. Smith was extremely successful with this game in 2020 when he had a fellow by the name of Derrick Henry who only had 2,027 yards rushing. An issue is that the Steelers in 2023 were highly successful in gap scheme runs. On top of it, we all know how much our wide receivers love to block. They straight don't. So close your eyes and imagine with me, if you will, 
KP struggles to get Johnson and Pickens the ball in 2024. And I say KP because I am not confident the Steelers will even pursue Rudolph because of the divided locker room that would create. How much effort are Johnson and Pickens going to put into blocking if KP is not getting them the damn ball? I'll let you answer that for yourself because I know I just dropped a great point. In addition, I love me some Najee and Jalen, but I am just not seeing a 2,000-yard rusher on this team. They're barely 2,000-yard rushers when you combine their powers like Captain Planet. Folks are also pointing out that Tannehill threw for 3,819 yards with 33 touchdowns, which just seems to be a farcical stat to throw around. Tannehill, who I've been a fan of since he played wide receiver at Texas A&M, Giggum, had the benefit of the best running back in football and a good offensive line to suck in the linebackers and the secondary in play-action passing, none of which are on the Steelers today. A similar comparison in 2023 for passing yardage is Jalen Hurts and Derek Carr to what Tannehill put together. We certainly do not have a Jalen Hurts on the team, and a lot of people, me excluded, think Carr is not a very good quarterback. I would have loved to have Carr's capabilities on the Steelers in the 2023 season. So why all the Tannehill love? Tannehill did a lot of things with his legs in 2020, rushing for 266 yards and seven touchdowns that just shows him to be a much better talent than KP as he rushed for 54 yards and one touchdown in eight games. Are folks really thinking that KB can, KP can be at his best Tannehill? I just don't see it. I do not believe any of our quarterbacks in 2024 having less than 4,000 yards would be a success. In 2024, the game calls for 4,500, 5,000 plus ability yardage quarterbacks. From a, you know, obviously from a pocket passer standpoint, which is not on our roster. A team can be highly successful if the quarterback throws for 3,500 yards. As long as they rush close to a 1,000 yards, which, again, is not on our roster. We really needed an OC that could hide our offensive line flaws, along with the flaws of our quarterback. That would have been Kingsbury, Kubiak, and Robinson, not Smith. And by the way, it's Kingsbury, Kubiak, and Robinson in that order. Smith requires a good offensive line. A great running back, amazing wide receiver blocking, which we haven't seen since, you know, Roethlisberger was there, and a quarterback that can extend plays while not messing up to be successful. We just don't have that on the Steelers coming into 2024. I believe it is foreseeable that the Steelers make a run at Justin Fields if they are looking for that 3,500-yard passer and a 1,000-yard rusher, or Ryan Tannehill if they're looking for a veteran just to challenge KP. If we go with Fields, then KP is done as a quarterback, <clears throat> as a starting quarterback in the NFL. If Tannehill comes in and just way outplays KP, then the jeers will be loud and clear from the fans going to go with Tannehill. Another idea 
name to keep an eye on. And it's actually who I wish we would have, you know, brought on to the team instead of drafting KP to begin with is Gardner Minshew, who is, who, like I said, who's already who I wanted to begin with. I just felt like he was a good talent that at worst could keep Tomlin's no losing season intact. If he bombed or got hurt, it would have, it wouldn't have set us back um, too badly. In fact, it would have set us up for a much better crop of quarterback that came out in 2023. I mean, hell, Levis was a second-round draft pick who is by far better than Kenny Pickett, who we took in the damn first. I give the hiring of Arthur Smith anywhere between an, let's say, at worst, it's an F. At best, I believe it's a D. I, I don't even, you know, in college, maybe it's passing, but this isn't passing if we are still in our regular schooling. I think that what hi actually happened is that Arthur Smith likely out Tomlin, Tomlin in his interview. And if you don't know what I mean, check out this Tomlin word salad non-answer for a question that was posed to him. Man, we're going to work every day. We're going to have a can-do attitude. We're not going to be helpless. We're going to be helpful. Um, the collective individuals. Um, I'm excited about getting started to work tomorrow. I think that's one of the beautiful and challenging things of our league, man, um, is every week in this league. Um, one week you're drinking wine, the next week you're squashing grapes. Obviously, we've squashed a lot of grapes of late. Um, I'm interested in a little wine. Now... Check out this non-answer from Arthur Smith, which I'm not going to give you the full five-minute word salad uh, about why he isn't playing B. John Robinson in the red zone. What does it mean that he does or doesn't bring in the red zone that's kind of um, led to him not getting a lot of the work? Well, I think a lot of it, again, the results are what they are. And, Mike, so this is kind of a, you know, I'll give some context to it. Because, again, I, a smart friend of mine, too, we were talking about nuance and context, and sometimes, you know, two things could be true at once. One, you, when you haven't gotten the results you want, you know, you, you should be criticized and, and, and be objective. And I talk about it being objective, so what does that mean? So you've got to go look at things that didn't work. You know, why you did something, what your intent is, okay, well, why is the result? So you've got to look at your mistakes and your failures and say, all right, this is what we're... See what I mean? I think Tomlin heard these sorts of answers in the in the responses posed in the interview and was like, this MF, this is the guy straight spitting. But we all know this garbage. In the words of Charles Barkley, just horrible. Tell me what you think. You agree? Disagree? Or just want to roast me? Please leave a comment. If there is anything you would like for me to discuss, be it history, sports, law, or whatever, let me know. Also, be sure to follow me on YouTube, X, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, and Truth. You know, if you use any of those, give me a follow. In addition, nothing in my post creates a, an attorney-client relationship, which requires a contract signed between me and you. You would get an email from me saying, hey, here's the contract. You sign it. You give it back to me. Posts do not create a 
attorney-client relationship. All thoughts are mine alone, based on my own research. Lastly, it costs zero dollars to be kind. It's the best money that you will ever spend. Until next time, beautiful people, be well. Peace.